0: Oh, praise God. Welcome. Today is the 28th of December in our month of Thanksgiving. And I hope you take our time to be thankful. All right. Today's draft it says the spirit of wisdom for revelation. Ephesians chapter one, verse 17 to 18 says, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you might know, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Um, there's a message I believe I think it's Cultivating a Spirit of Prayer where Pastor shared on this and how that he prayed these scriptures over his life for so long and I hope that this is this is the scripture that never leaves the tip of your mouth learn it memorize it if you don't even know how to memorize it the way to memorize it is just to pray it. so every time often pray like this for yourself that the then you so you don't say that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ say you don't say um Lord I ask because Paul said I ask continually like this for you so it was not it was it was not a one-time thing and pastor told us he said, this is a persistent prayer it is a prayer that you pray he says you will pray it over other people you pray it over your friends your members your family you prayed over those whom you you lead but you prayed over yourself because you need it so de- so so much. And this is, a, is 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 one of the prayers of the spirit through the um Apostle Paul. And so you say, Lord, I ask that you give unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, such so that the eyes of my understanding are enlightened. Then you begin to imagine what does this look like if the eyes of my understanding are enlightened? Oh, praise God! But let's get into the rhapsody. I just wanted you to know that this is the kind of prayer you ought to be praying for yourself, Lord God. God help me stop being scared. God help me have it. Don't please don't pray those. <laughs> praise the Lord. Why are people scared? Often because of the the eyes of the understanding are darkened. If if the Lord were to help your understanding and help your mind and Open you, you see that I really truly I don't have anything to be scared of. Pastor says, the underlying portion in our opening, oh if the Lord is open, you know. Ugh, this is what the Lord would do so much for us. He'll open our understanding to what it really is to live, to breathe, to meditate on the scriptures. The underlying portion in our opening scripture above seems to suggest that the Apostle Paul was referring to two things. So what's the underlying? The spirit of wisdom and revelation, okay? So there's a spirit of wisdom and there's a spirit of revelation, okay? That's what it seems that Paul was referring to. But no, he's dealing with one and the same thing. The spirit of wisdom bringing you revelation. The unveiling of mysteries, apocalypsis in the Greek. The Spirit of Wisdom refers to the operations of the Spirit of God in wisdom. The Spirit of God manifesting himself in wisdom. The use of the word and in that expression needs to be properly understood. In the Greek rendering, the word translated and is also translated in, with, or for. Interesting. And so it could have been any one of them. Therefore a better rendering of that expression is the spirit of wisdom in revelation or the spirit of wisdom for revelation in the exact knowledge of God the amplified classic version it says for i always pray oh it says i always pray remember to the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory that he may grant you a Spirit of wisdom for revelation, of insight into mysteries and secrets. In the deep and intimate knowledge of him, this is the ministry of, wis- of the spirit of wisdom in your life. This is the ministry of w- the spirit of wisdom in my life. He brings me revelation, insight into mysteries and secrets. Okay, I, I want to ask a question. What are some examples of these mysteries and secrets that the Lord has given you insight into? What are some of the examples? Because because I yes, we we're filled with the spirit of wisdom. We are. It's not, and again, it's not something that we are we are hoping to attain or, or we're praying to God. No. Do you understand that these prayers of the spirit, the Lord wants it more for us than, than we would ever want it for ourselves? And just as you are earlier this week i was i was asking the lord a question uh this was a beautiful one i said i didn't know this guys i didn't know this i said i said lord why is it that uh jesus was when when the genealogy of jesus is told it it, it talks about jacob i said but we know that he was jesus was the child of the holy spirit And Joseph never actually um, met with Mary. I said, Lord, what about Mary? Was Mary, where was Mary from? (laughs) And I was just asking, because I was reading the story of of the birth of Jesus and the Lord so graciously answered that question. Just, I was thinking I will find out in a few weeks. I was actually thinking, because I was prepared that the Lord, I know that the Lord always answers all my prayers, but I didn't think it would come so instant. i didn't think it would come so instant you know but stay tuned if you want to know the answer to that question (laughs) do you you want to know the answer to that question or did you even notice it at all (laughs) oh praise god yeah sorry to cut you off pastor ricky just yesterday i was actually asking the holy spirit the same question about mary i wanted to know more about mary i wanted to know how she grew up because i'm like out of everybody she was the one single-handedly picked to be highly favored. And this was when I was watching the um Christmas production. And you know, right. seeing Pastor Danny Arts as Mary, it just gave me so much curiosity. And I said Googling, I'm like, I know Google will not give me my answer. I'm like, Holy Spirit. Yeah, give me my answer. That's amazing. <laughs> look at that. Yes. Look at that. What are the odds that I would deviate a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> look, look at just that. Okay, yesterday. So- Wow. And in a similar way it happened for me, but the spirit of wisdom for revelation. And so mm-hmm. what what the Lord actually showed me was if you read in Matthew, it talks about the genealogy of you know Jesus. And it obviously goes from um I think in Matthew it even goes from uh Adam all the way down to Jo to Joseph. And so Joseph was of the house of Judah. So that made sense because that, you know, it was a, the house of David. It was from that family all the way down and all the promises and everything. So that was consistent. I said, what about Mary? If you read in Luke, the first thing that the Lord now opened my eyes to see was, actually, the Bible tells us that Elizabeth was of the daughters of, um. okay, maybe I'm just going to have to show you this, right? Just to be fair to you. In Matthew, Is that okay if I show you guys this? Or Actually, I'm just going to show Omar. Um, It starts from Abraham. It says, Abraham begot Isaac. And Isaac, some of you skip all these things. Don't skip them. They're very important. And then it goes all the way. And it says, and Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born. When you read in Luke chapter 1, it tells you about Elizabeth. And it says... Elizabeth was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. That means she was, you know, from the house of Levi or whatever, and she was like, you know, into that priesthood family. And so Mary was on one side, a Levite, right? So it would seem, the daughters of Aaron. So I was like, okay, I get the other picture of Mary. And then when you get to Luke chapter three, it gives you another genealogy. The of Jesus Christ gives you again. But then, you know what I found out? All the way. So it starts in a different way. The, the other time, it started from Abraham. This time, it started from Joseph, the son of Eli, the son of this, the son of that, the son of that, the son of that. And then it turns out that the names here did not match the names in Matthew in a similar way, right? And then was when it, and Pastor has said this, that that was Mary's um genealogy and so mary herself from her father's side was of the house of david so it confirmed it guys when you ask the lord a question lord but it does not make any don't do that don't do that don't say but it doesn't make any sense no say lord i want to learn and i believe your word even I, I i just believe that your word is true but i really that i really want to understand it for myself again questions but let's move on um so i hope that answers your question omar um and we can discuss further but thank you part of it thank you
1: Uh,
0: so part of it oh the second question you had was why mary one of the things i found and i've asked this question to the lord i said lord why this person and why that person don't take away from the lord his divine choice or or his his The Bible says that he made us for his pleasure and that he chose us in Christ from the foundation of the world. Why should God have to explain to us why he chose one and not the other? Obviously, when you now read deeper, you find out that there are things that demarcate people from other people. For instance, Mary, it was clear to see her face. It was clear to see that her submission in her submitting to the word that the angel brought her, because they had to live by the word. Remember that at, at the point, Herod wanted had to kill the child. And so she had to be someone that probably was already submitting to the word. Because if they didn't submit to the word, they wouldn't have been able to keep Jesus alive. At certain points, the Lord would say in a vision, take the take the little child to this place. Okay, it's time for you to leave Egypt. Come back. I found that to be consistent with Mary's character. That it seemed like she was submitted to the word. She knew how to respond to the word. But aside from that, what if he just loved Mary? what if you just chose that? And there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) God just chooses to to grace and to bless some of us in ways that are unimaginable. Do you know what I mean? And that's okay too. That answers your second question. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Praise God. All right. This is the, pastor says, this is the ministry of the spirit of, Ah, oh, okay, we, we, we need to rush now. This is the ministry of the spirit of wisdom in your life. He brings you revelation, insight into mysteries and secrets. And I told him, I said, does anyone want to share an insight into a mystery and a secret that they didn't know that the, that the spirit of wisdom brought them? I know that everybody has an answer, but I only hear from one, one person that I'd like to share. So please feel free to interrupt me, but I'll keep reading. Secondly, or just type in the chat and I'll come back and check. Secondly, he brings you light. Light. He floods your path with light. He illuminates your mind with extraordinary sagacity. An amplitude of comprehension. You just find that things are easy for you to understand. You find that you're dealing with superior levels of wisdom. That there are things you see that nobody else can see. There's a freshness. There's a vi- vi- there's, there's something you bring... That, there's a way that the Lord has given you to reason and process information. It is what the Lord does for you. He illuminates your mind. Thirdly, he brings you counsel and direction such that life ceases to be to be mysterious for you. When others don't know what to do, you know what you've already gone ahead. Sometimes he'll tell you to do something before you even realize the implication of what it was that you did. Always, the pastor says, acknowledge that you are filled with the spirit of God in wisdom and spiritual understanding. And even now we will say, I am filled with the spirit of God in wisdom and spiritual understanding. Therefore, I know and can discern his will. When, when you're conscious of this, you will no longer say things like, I don't understand the Bible. The Bible is boring. I don't understand what pastor said in that message. I don't know. Un- like it, 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 will, it, will, it will no longer be, remember this just happened in this picture. Everywhere. I was saying, oh, this definition, the very, the organic and existential attributes of deity. I was saying, but I, I, I've not gotten it yet. And then as I was saying that, I said, no, but the Lord helps my understand." And the minute, just as I would say those words, it was like light. I was like, oh, I see what Pastor is saying now. Happened just here in Rhapsody Club to me. <laughs> so always the Bible says that the communication of your faith may be effective by the acknowledging of every good thing in Christ that you have. Let's read it. And so that the that the communication, the 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 um the life, your faith, the, the expression of your faith of Philemon one one six, it says that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So the things you will acknowledge of yourself are not the limitations that people have put on you. Oh, this person is slow. No, you will acknowledge about you every good thing. And it says that when you have this, it says your your faith life will be effective. Don't think of communication as like talking alone right? Every so often declare and say, we're going to say it now. One, two, three, go. I have insights into mysteries and secrets. I function at the highest level of excellence and in in the the perfect will of God God. God. because I'm filled with the spirit of wisdom for revelation revelation, in the deep deep and and intimate knowledge of of Christ. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Just before we take the confession, is there anyone that would like to share on a mystery, an insight that the Lord brought them into? Oh, praise God. You don't know that even you acknowledging it now is doing something in you. Praise God. I will share. Go Go ahead, Amma. Was someone trying to share something? Actually, let's hear from, I think Omoye was trying to share something.
1: Okay, um a morning. can you hear me?
0: Yeah. Good
1: morning, guys. Ricky. Good morning. i Rhapsody Club. Thank you for the opportunity to share. Um mm-hmm. I shared this um I, I just said that in the chat, but like during I think like, um earlier in the year we, we read the um book of Leviticus. We but did. I, uh, um I wasn't in that Rhapsody Club during that I was in Rhapsody Club during that time. I had missed it. So I, I remember there was a time I came around and said, well, Patrick, he was like, if you missed it, like, you need to go and read the book of Leviticus. So um, I think it was last month or so, I took my time to read the book of Leviticus for myself because um, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to catch up and all that. And I think when I read it, I had noticed something I'd never noticed before, which was like the beginning of Leviticus mm-hmm. and the beginning of the Numbers like I I think before to me the book of Leviticus was something that was like was oh, just full of laws instructions you know um all that but then I, I, I when I read it I read I saw that like the book of Leviticus was I think after I read it I cried because I realized because Leviticus was truly truly showed how much God loved us because mm. the entire time he was just showing us how we, he could be with us it was just him mm. trying. To, Entire time, because it started with him talking to Moses from inside the temple, and the book of Numbers starts with more from with him talking to Moses, from, with Moses in the temple. So before Moses at beginning of Numbers, because Moses couldn't be in the temple, but at the end of leviticus at the beginning of numbers moses could now enter the temple after he had given all the instructions of sacrifice atonement how they should live because he wanted them to be with us so it wasn't like he was trying to because people were trying to paint it that oh, he was being straight he was doing this yeah yeah and i read it you know and then i was like wait this is like this is this is not how they painted it <laughs> <laughs> this book of Leviticus is literally show proof that God, God wanted to be with us right from time. Wow, he, God does so much so that he, even though it was, even though it seemed like it would be hard for us to um adhere to or whatever, he gave place these instructions and things in place so that we, we we wouldn't enter his um presence and be destroyed, but we'd be able to be in his presence freely. And I
0: thought that was very. Wow. that That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that because we're gearing up. And I remember like when, it, when we got to the book of Leviticus, I said, dear Lord, you're going to have to help me because I mean, I think about how much like false information has even stolen the desire of us to, if we're being honest, you really, if you, say, you just wake up one morning and say, Lord, I'm ready to read your word, open to Colossians and say, oh, hallelujah. You never go to Leviticus. But it was such a blessing. And it's amazing that even though you didn't read it with us when we were reading it earlier in the year, the spirit of the communication of what the Lord taught us, like, you got that. And, and that's so wonderful. Let us take the confession together. And thank you so much, Lord, for opening us up to your wisdom and for giving in us the desire to read your word more than ever before. Yes, you're the one at work in us, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. And even as this desire is bubbling in our spirits, we do it. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And see you tomorrow. Bye.